BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's now time for News Headlines with Molly on The Big Party Show. A federal judge has upheld a Nebraska law that requires picketers to stay at least 500 feet from funerals. A U.S. district judge said in her decision Wednesday that the law does not infringe on the free speech rights of the Westboro Baptist Church members. The church plans to appeal the ruling. Uh, the uh, Westboro Baptist Church has made headlines and gained national attention for picketing the funerals of U.S. soldiers and saying that the soldiers' deaths are God's punishment for America's tolerance of homosexuality. Now, the judge ruled that Nebraska's ban uh, it doesn't violate their free speech. And a former Tier 1 bank executive is headed to prison for fraud, Gilbert Shame. Lundstrom. 74-year-old yesterday, he, a uh, federal judge sentenced him to serve 11 years behind bars and pay $1.2 million fine. Why, why did he get squir- sclarched on? That's my I don't know. PCs. Shame! Oh. Shame! I think you need a thud. Oh, a thud. I think, I I think like, yeah, I think thud. like a thunk more than a... <laughs> Like a squirt. <laughs> That's a squirt. You need a splat. Okay, I'll find a splat. Please. For the shame parade. I was going to say, for the shame parade, if you could. Uh, just to keep it as you know real as possible. But, uh, Lincoln's Tier 1 Bank, it was the second largest financial institution in the state of Nebraska back in its time. Uh, and it was uh, the largest bank failure in Nebraska's history. Probably the largest white-collar crime in state history for more than just investor losses. But uh, the, yeah, eleven years is what he's said to be to be paying. Uh, three months after the Ems Pub fire, the Old Market Business Association is going to honor first responders later today. The event is a way of giving thanks to police, fire, and rescue. Where are they? Where are they eating at? Don't they get free lunch? Uh, I think that it's uh, a luncheon at the Embassy Suites. It starts Ooh. at eleven thirty. Uh, and uh, is the four- MUD guy invited. <laughs> Sorry, like, you sir. go last. <laughs> no room <laughs> at the table. Uh, the, uh, the, there's good news. Douglas County is growing. Strongest growth in decades. The Omaha metro area is moving up the ranks. The national nation's largest cities. Omaha World Herald is reporting that the Census Bureau is going to be releasing population estimates today. And uh, Omaha and the metro area is moving up the list. We are overtaking Albuquerque to become the nation's 59th largest metropolitan area. City. Mm. The uh, search for suspects and answers continues in Europe after Tuesday's deadly terror attacks in Brussels. There are reports today that Belgian authorities believe a second suspect might have been involved in the bombing at a downtown subway station. Belgian and French news media reports security video shows a second man carrying a large bag walking with the suicide bomber who killed at least 20 people when he blew himself up. There was no word on whether the second man died in the explosion. Meanwhile, authorities are analyzing surveillance footage from the Brussels airport where two suicide bombers blew themselves up. Belgium's interior minister says a third man placed a bomb at a busy airport but then left, and it didn't go off. It wasn't detonated until later by authorities. I don't like that they name wow. these guys and stuff, right? I mean, we ever gonna, I don't throw the names out there. figure out terrorism, but I'm just saying on the national. Right, yeah, no, I know what you they mean. They said the names of the broad... Like, you have to understand, and they're 
part of the world or where they, you know, they're where relatives. They're from or, they're, yeah. That's a Super Bowl win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like throwing out Tom Brady's statistics. They're like, yeah, man, these guys. Yep. When they reported that they created the ISIS... their jihad. It's, yeah, yeah. It's like, how about we never name them? And uh, what's really sad is they keep interviewing these families back home in America that still haven't heard from loved ones. Yes. There's some people that are United States victims that we probably haven't officially named yet. Yeah, they're missing. There's a family. Or in a coma in a hospital, but we haven't identified them. No one said they're lying in this in hospital that. bed. They they're still accounted for. They're, uh, they're two missing New York City siblings. Okay. Family members say, uh, I guess they were last on the phone with their mom. It was like two brothers when the Brussels airport, uh, they were at the Brussels airport. They were on the phone with their mom. All of a sudden, the call died after a loud explosion, and they have not heard from them since. So oh, now, that's awful. Really? Yeah. And then there's a woman from Kentucky. She and her husband also have not been seen since the attacks that killed 30 people, injured hundreds of others. You know, so you just wonder, like, are they are they the still unaccounted for? Or, you know, it's just, you would think somebody, in this day and age, everybody seems to have stuff on them. Especially if you're in an airport, you'd have identification. You wouldn't just be. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's kind of interesting, but I guess the EU, the European Union, told Belgian authorities that they need to fix gaps in the country's border security. You know what they creepily always say? No, just before the suicide bombers attacked. They're like, you guys got to bump this up after Paris. All these uh, cells seem to link back to you. You guys need to work on national security. And uh, I guess uh, the Daily Telegraph is reporting that the EU sent a list of recommendations to Brussels just last month. And said, these are the things you need to do. Security checks, all that kind of stuff. And the EU told the government it needed to pay particular attention to security at airports and to identifying, intensifying checks on people coming in to Belgium from so-called high-risk areas. So there were already, you know, looking at them. And, you know, now comes word that the guy, the, uh, the lawyer for the accused mastermind of the Paris terror attacks, you know, he was arrested and picked up uh, just a couple, like about a week ago in, uh, in Belgium. He's like, oh, yeah, you can extradite me to France. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure you don't want to stick around Belgium now that they're like, what was he arrested on? What charges? He was the one that helped with the Paris attacks. Remember, this was the one like four days before. Oh, I thought you said the lawyer. That's for what he had. Yeah, yeah, the lawyer for the accused mastermind is saying that uh, oh. he, he's. I thought uh, you said the lawyer got arrested. So did I. Yeah, it's like, what? You're saying oh. the lawyer was helping out the terrorists. Okay. No, the lawyer for the terrorist uh, made an announcement right. saying that his client is not going to be fighting extradition. Yeah, he's, he's gone. He's, re- he's willing to go back to France and face face the music. Uh, Supreme Court looking at a potential split vote over birth control and Obamacare, a four to four tie between the court's two uh, branches, the conservatives and the liberals, is a possibility on a number of cases since the death last month of Justice Antonin Scalia. At issue here is whether Christian employers can pay for insurance coverage that provides birth control. The justices heard arguments today. A lower court already rejected the religious-based challenge to the law, but it could face, you know, some difficulty passing with a uh, a split decision. Vice President Biden is going to make a big pitch for a Supreme Court nominee, Merrick Garland, today. He's uh, giving a speech. Republicans have seized on a speech, um, so they're digging in their heels, saying that they're not going to uh, have any confirmation hearings, but hopefully they can move it along. Nothing right. says priority like a speech from the vice president. Vice president. Hey, Bob, um, you see Obama dancing. It's all over the place. The tango. Because the, the main dude's in Cuba. Yeah. No, he's in, no, uh, he's in Argentina. Is that a mall opening? What, what is happening here today? <laughs> I don't know. VP's here. Funeral? <laughs> Argent- <laughs> uh, so Tinder is moving into politics. 
The dating app has launched a new feature which tells you which presidential candidate is your best match. The app uh, throws a number of policy questions your way on everything from education to same-sex marriage. And after you answer a couple of their questions, Tinder tells you which candidate is most representative of your thoughts on the issues. I guess Tinder has partnered with Rock the Vote to help encourage people to head to the polls. Did Tinder decide to give all the information no one would ever want from Tinder? You know what I mean? What do you mean? It's a dating app. Right. No one, it's a hookup Nobody app. wants to talk about politics. No one does. Right? Would you on Tinder? I don't, I've never played I, on Tinder. So, I mean, I always thought it was just an image of someone. And it's like if you liked them, you swiped it, and then you got to learn more. But I didn't know if you knew anything about them initially. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I know. Look at the cans and the. Uh, so I guess is, I'm saying this is like mixing peanut butter <laughs> and mayonnaise and uh, and gravy. There you go. <laughs> well, I guess Tinder wants to get you hot for politics. Uh, they're adding swipe to vote. Um, swipe to vote. Swipe when will we vote. be able to swipe to vote for you, real? Right. God, I, you know what? I thought they were going to start working on that. I don't know. So I guess you get to swipe right if you agree with a certain viewpoint or left if you disagree, ultimately leading you to your perfect political match. So you take this questionnaire and then they'll tell you, like, this is the this is the candidate for you. Um, uh, the report last month, that I guess the new feature was developed after some Bernie Sanders supporters were blocked from the app for spamming other users with a push to back the Vermont governor. The metric mm. that would be interesting is if does can Tinder uh, guess the political affiliations of all of its Tinder users. And Based on how they've swiped. So how what, what when you're out there trying to meet somebody, what should you be saying? Is it not cool? Like, if are there no Trump voters on there, so you should be a Bernie guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Tinder is all about, what do I need to say? To get laid. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do I need to say to you right now? Do you need me to be like, yeah, Trump, or like, boo? Or uh, just tell me what you want to hear. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just all the early part of a relationship anyway. Well, you're going to still have to sit down and meet face-to-face and get real. This is the lie phase. What mask do you want me to wear? I have a teleprompter on my face. Tell me the copy to read. What, do, what am I saying? <laughs> what do you like? I just read it's the true. words. It's true. <laughs> oh, it's no. the lie phase. I just want you to like me. So I'm going to tell you what you want to hear. I don't know. Uh, Jeff, then you, then you get a couple dates in and you're like, eh, I you forgot. I wasn't going to say it first, but I like you too. <laughs> and half of everything I said has been a completely a lie, I would assume. <laughs> I don't even know what I've told you. That's like you ever had that phase where oh, you're God, early in the yes. relationship and you're like, I don't remember what stuff we've exchanged because like the first three times we've hung out everybody's wasted yeah. <laughs> have i told I might you be repeating i have a family well you said you had nine brothers <laughs> yeah that was all that's all drunk talk that's the yeah let's nine. just call the first times we hung out all a wash let's no, start I, over I'm i Jeff. would say my daughter has nine brothers which means i have 10 children that's what i meant to say oh man the first stages <laughs> you're drunk so early <laughs> Facebook is making me feel very popular. I have more friend requests than I ever have, uh, ever. And these are, I mean, how do you do that, Jeff? Do you just, I mean, how do you tell a bot from a, yeah. from a so-and-so when you have people that are requesting you that I've never even heard of before, much as seen in my life, but still have 29, 49 yeah. mutual friends? I've gotten it's pretty like, lazy anymore, too, of like not just really accepting anything. Like, you don't check. 
I feel weird because it's, it's a long there. list. There's a list, and but if you start checking them, what I notice all the time, they have one Facebook profile picture. That's and they started a Facebook page last week. Suspicious. They're like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> and what's awesome is then when you click your mutual friends, you see all your idiot sucker friends, and they're usually in the media. Yeah. So it's somebody who knows the. Someone knows. It's a bot that probably tries to maybe I don't know anyone on computer that's trying to like link up, mm-hmm. right, with media personalities, and then maybe they get access to your friend list. I guess I don't know the the reason behind it. Um, but I tell you one thing: it's never someone unattractive who has one profile picture and started Facebook a week ago. <laughs> it's so. I mean, that seems to me like a bot, right? Yes. I mean, it's lazy. It's I don't think it's a human making the profile. But is what does the bot compu- want? I just just info, I guess. Right, I don't, right? Don't you think that that must be the cue that once you're friends, that there's a level of access they have? Okay, so then they can get in. Like it's almost like they're fishing. Like they're trying to find an end to whatever other stuff you've got. Well, you always around. get these weird posts uh, on. Uh, they need to get. They need to rein this thing in. Um, of like, do you ever see that? Like they'll post like, "Hey, sunglasses." I'm like. Whoa. You sell sunglasses on Facebook. What is going on? <laughs> that here? sounds like a totally legitimate business. <laughs> You're not a tax evader at all. I sell sunglasses on Facebook. Is good. You're like, oh, this is bad. It's awful now. I don't know what's going on between bots and my continuous Bot- phone ringing. You know, trying to get everything. I have I have talked to these people that are trying to get me to uh, uh, pay for a warranty on my car. Oh no! A million times, and every time I'm like, <laughs> stop calling me. Stop. I mean, I say, take me off the list. Stop calling me. Take me off. The- I mean, it's over and I over. Thought- I'm like, geez, man, do you guys not getting the message? Because I'm definitely not going to do that. Somehow, um, my it? alma mater got my, uh, I mean, my like my college. Yeah? Got clown? my... The clown college? Yeah, the clown college. Honka, honka. Honka, honka. For just pennies a day, you can pay for face paint. Um, <laughs> you can keep a clown in college. Uh, no, NYU. And it was so weird because I keep getting these calls on my cell phone from 212, which is like the New York area code. Yeah. But then it's not like any of my friends. Like, it's weird. And then they don't leave a message. And then so finally I Googled the, the number like yeah. that came up. And it was like all of these NYU alum like, don't answer. They're trying to get us to give money. <laughs> like, it's, it's seriously, it's, they have this, but they call like every day at totally rando times. Like they called the other night at 930 and then they called the other day at like one in the afternoon. I mean, there's no, there's no like window of when they're calling. Like they must just have a phone it's bank. Same zip code, but different phone numbers, right? No, it's the same phone oh, number. You should right away just block it. That's what I do every time. Oh, oh see, I didn't even think I could. Just go into your phone yeah. and. Oh, I've never thought of that once. I didn't Damn even it. know. Damn it. I just like, fight with them all the time. Okay. I, I just thought maybe the do not call list got lost. Well, they, you know, there's an remember? end around in that. Like, you've got to say something. I mean, no, you have to have a bot first, I believe, right? Is that what it is? You just got to be like, hello, I, I, do you want to... It's just a bot talking, and then the person talks after that or something like that. Well, there's I some don't kind even of want to We all did telemarketing. The, yeah. Yeah. The, the one where you actually answer... Mm-hmm. And then it goes, hold on, for an important message. You're yeah. like, I'm hanging up And then now. there's like a tone, and then a telemarketer gets on. I'm like, that's, it's literally phone fishing. Yeah. Like throwing a bobber out there and saying, what moron will actually hang on the line and eat the hook? <laughs> I know. I mean, the, human like, the, the human gets on, they're like, the human gets on, like, well, we've... 
got a sucker on the line. I thought the same <laughs> thing. Like when they do that, when they're like, hold on the line for this very important message. I'm like, who holds? That's like this is I mean. my this is my cue to hang up. How'd you like, like to be I the poor telemarketer person, that's like maybe? has to talk to these fish all day? Oh, it's so bad. Like what? Huh? I don't. I mean, because people that's who are what, staying yep. on are confused. That's what that's they what hear getting. probably all day. It's two guys at a telemarketing center talking about the game last night. You they, called me. They get a tone and they're like, oh, I gotta take this. Hello. No, is this don't. my son? You're like, no, ma'am. For a limited time only, you can apply for a great home loan. How Wait, old are you? Buddy? What? I what? thought I thought Terry took care of all that. Oh yeah. Like, uh, bingo. Uh, call, Terry told me to call you. That's like, the bingo uh, line. They yeah. do that. They prey on elderly, maybe lonely, confusion. Um, is what it is. So I, know, I did tell I, mar- I did uh, telemarketing at one time, and there was that deal where did you ever feel bad? Yeah, you yeah. when when you get into oh, the yeah. upgrade screen, so you're reading yeah. the stuff off your screen. So the lady calls in and she purchases. I remember people used to buy these things. They're called food processors. Yeah, I don't even know what the hell it was. Um, <laughs> That's hard to sell something that you don't even know what you're selling. Um, and uh, they'd be like, "I want that thing," and you're like, "Okay, well, ma'am, for a limited time only, it makes a great Christmas gift. Would you like to add another one for a limited time only?" And they're like, "Okay," and you're like. Here we go to the upgrade. We've oh, got a sucker on the line screen. Well, man, for a super limited time only, you can add five more food processors that make super great gifts for your friends and family. Okay. I'm like, I don't even know what this is. <laughs> and then it's just endless upgrades. upgrades. So you're like, all right, man. And then you're trying to close the sale. You're like, okay, so for the limited price of whatever, you just bought 10 food processors. Do you run a restaurant? I mean, that's not your script you're like, and they're like, I like restaurants. Okay. And you're like, this sale is never going to go through, but it's not my problem. I'm low on the chain. <laughs> you're right? very low on the chain. You're not even making commissions. Send. Stop on your tape recorder, and you'd pull your cassette tape out like, there's a sale. Done. And then I would wonder, how how many years later will this be sorted out legally? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, some of that stuff you sell, and you're like, this isn't a real sale, because in about three days or in a Gosh, month, when the, be legal, when her son, Terry, gets the credit card statement and is like, Mom. Mom, did you buy... Did you answer the phone? Ten food processors? I thought that... I thought you told that young man to call me. <laughs> I thought you wanted one. He's like, I... I t- ten? Yeah. You all of your friends are dead, Mom. Oh. Who are you going to give ten to? That's even more sad. Terry. Terry. Terry's a jerk. Terry's a jerk. This isn't me talking. This is Terry talking. Okay. Terry's right. a jerk. Um, <laughs> Terry no, shows up once bad. in a blue moon. He's going through the stack of bills. Yes. Ma. <laughs> Making his mom feel bad. That's the thing. Imagine we're all going to get to a point where somebody uh. like I have small people now. And they know not to answer the phone, you know? Yeah, yeah, because... Uh, but yeah, it's so yeah. weird, like, the role reversal. Like, there'll be a time in my life where they'll be scolding me. Like, Mom, you didn't answer the phone, did you? Oh, Declan boy. will be browbeating you. Yes! Yeah. Over this stuff. Should Mom, be legal. All right. ten pro- food processors all your friends are dead. I'll be like, Declan, you hurt me today. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Big Party Show. On Omaha's number one hit music station. Cam, cam, channel. Channel 94.1. So Bridget Jones, man, God, that was like the big thing in the 90s. The Bridget Jones and her diaries are back. 
The first full-length trailer for Bridget Jones' Baby premiered yesterday. And uh, the sneak peek says, you know, it's Renee Zellweger back. Oh, really? Wow. Uh-huh. She was on Ellen yesterday. How many, how many of these has she done? I think they did three. It and looks, then... they unveiled the uh, trailer yesterday. And uh-huh. It looks pretty decent. She's just so weird. I know. She's a weird looking. I mean, she's, she's not a... weird looking, I didn't think. I don't find her weird looking. Just her, the way she, her, she's just a strange personality. She's a very odd duck, but yeah. then I also think that she's got that squinty, shiny. Like, every time I see her, I was like, you need a friend that has a constant compact in their purse for you to block. She's shiny? She's always shiny. It's just, I, I think it's just her skin tone, you know? I mean, some people just have it, but it's like, you're an A-lister. Like, Meow. you need to, like, get that handled when you're going to the Academy Awards. Like, you need to be on point with somebody who's just constantly dabbing you with oil-sucking powder. Um, Haven't you noticed the TV people around here? They constantly have to apply constant stuff yeah. to their face. They always have to do their hair. I mean, what a pain in the ass oh, that would be. Absolutely. Our bathroom is filled with uh, hair dryers, and right. and I'm just it just amazes me all the uh, the uh, powders and well, especially all on the stuff. guys' well, in the man's dude, room. It's yeah. HD television. Yeah, it is amazing as we love not having HD TVs. It is so brutal. To television people, honest to God, the old mm-hmm. school tricks where the you could play with lighting and yeah. you soften things out. Yeah. It, it, HD, uh, you can't hide anything. So you need a lot of powder. Yeah, it's just anyway. So she's back, squinty and shiny as ever. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> I know I'm terrible. Uh, two and a half minute preview features though a quick cameo. Ed Sheeran. It's unclear if he plays himself or he's playing like a character, but he is, uh, you know, he's going to be in it as well as there's a bigger cameo from Emma Thompson. Uh, she plays uh, Bridget's um, OBGYN. And then Colin Firth is coming back as Mark Darcy. Did you uh, read the books? I did. Yeah, they were great. The books were really funny. If you were a single girl at that time, like her big thing was always she was single and uh, her diaries were always really funny. She'd be like, I only smoked three cigarettes today. She was constantly trying to quit smoking and cut back on her drinking and diet, you know, and it like none of it ever happened at the same time. Like she'd be like, I didn't smoke a single cigarette today. I ate 17 tubs of haagen you know. I mean, it was just it was girly stuff. It was funny. You and know, it's could, from what age? It's, like, obviously, they're still making the movies, but it's like, what era did those books start coming out? 90s? 90s. So it was like, it was basically kind of Gen Xers, like the idea that, you know, she was sort of in her 20s and 30s trying to figure it out, get a job, do all that kind of stuff, get a boyfriend, you know, you know, trying to hang out with her friends and drinking too much wine. And then now, I guess the reprise is, is that she's settled down, getting ready to have a baby. So. A little boy. All right, so I just want to say real quick, another writer who made a lot of movies was Nora Ephron. Yeah. And there's a documentary on HBO right now that I stumbled on. It's really, it's really good. I only caught like the last uh, 30 minutes of it, but it's called Everything. It's a copy. Yeah. And so I remembered Nora Ephron's name from movies, but uh, I didn't realize what a career she had. So she wrote a ton of books, made a ton of movies. Really? Yeah. That it's like sort of a Bridget, Bridget Jones Diary kind of books. Okay. She Never Sleepless in, in Seattle, yeah. all those became oh, yeah. screenplays. But she wrote books. Yeah, that was such Silkwood. A yeah. Um, but the original book was Heartburn. Mm-hmm. And she was, that was a big deal of her generation of the 80s. She wrote about what happens when your husband cheats on you and leaves you. Yeah, you're And it pregnant. was Bernstein from Woodward and Bernstein. Okay. And she basically took their whole life and poured it into a fiction book. 
that like every woman in America read. Yeah, I read it. And then they turned it into a movie. It was okay. really good. It, uh, the movie was uh, Jack Nicholson and Meryl Streep. And it was like he was just a jerk. Like they were both journalists, but she got pregnant, so she kind of had to put her life on hold, and he didn't put his life on hold. And then all of a sudden he's like sleeping with, you know, like they've got this crazy house project going on, and then she finds out that he's, you know, stepping out on her, and she's like, screw you. So Nora, Ep- everybody. Nora, Nora, Nora Ephron. Books then became movies that she just hitched. They hitched the wagon to Meryl Streep and then Meg Ryan. How many movies between those two ladies? Yeah, basically yeah. it was either it was Meryl Streep and then it became Meg Ryan that basically told Nora Ephron's story. So it's just funny that th- does when you read Bridget Jones, does the book the characters completely match Renee Zellweger? Is it no. amazing casting? No. I was really disappointed. Not, this no, one, this new one is supposed to have a pretty amazing cast. Well, the thing that was frustrating about it is, is Bridget Jones is this London Londonite. Yeah. So I mean, she's this English woman. I'm like, really, you're gonna hire this Texas America? Like, really, there's not a single. So it was just, I never pictured you her just looking hate like her, that. Don't you? No, no, no. I just never pictured her looking like that. And and then it was like, well, she's not even British. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you know, you get kind of like you. When you read a book, you get a character in your mind, and it's really hard mm-hmm. to move that. Um, but then Bridget, I mean, but then Renee Zellweger did a great job. I mean, it was fine. It's just I, I never liked the movies like I liked the books. Okay. So, All right, so it's true to the book. I mean, you like you're the bookie. I like the book. I like okay. the Bridget Jones diaries. They were funny reads. It was really. I mean, it was just there's there's this one story where she finally is hosting her first dinner party and she uh-huh. doesn't know what the hell she's doing and she has to like tie up the stuff and she uses twine that's dyed and so like the entire potato leek soup turns green. <laughs> she's like, this is terrible. Like I don't know what to do. So she's like, I'm just gonna keep drinking. So by the time people show up, she's just she's housed and nobody has anything to eat. It's just funny stuff like you that should, would happen. You should watch this documentary with, with your lovely Wileen. You'll get lady points. Ooh. Yeah. I only know lady points. Hulk Hogan <laughs> appeared on television yesterday doing laps after his $140 million judgment in the sex tape lawsuit against Gawker. He's saying that they went after the wrong guy. It was The View, right? Is that what you said? He was on The View and also Good Morning America. It was, it was weird seeing him on those shows and be like, <laughs> like old Cam said, with his do-rag on. You're like, hey, what happened, man? <laughs> and, and no man should get paid for making a sex tape, No, dude. not that kind of dope. I mean, he's not Aaron and, Andrews. And he was I, a guy screwing around with a married man's wife. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Wake it up. Wake up here. Wake up.